Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here, celebrity interviewer, entertainment reporter, and the host of this podcast, Rave It Up, celebrity news, reviews, and interviews. If this is the first time you're listening, go check out our show's trailer on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to learn more about us. And make sure to follow us on social media to tell us what else you would like to hear from this podcast. We are under Rave It Up TV on Instagram, Rave It Up Show on Facebook, and our website is raveituptv.com. And today we have something really exciting to share with you. We are turning the tables. Heartland actress Jessica Steen and her friend Haley Tyson, who is the writer, director, and producer of the podcast Stream Queen that Jessica stars in, are coming on the show today to interview me. This should be really interesting. I have no idea what they're going to be asking me today. So let's get into it now and have some fun. Before we get into today's interview, we would like to give a shout out to our Patreons, Irene, Bev and Michael. If you haven't heard of Patreon before, it is a great way to support us and keep us running and improving. You pick a membership tier that suits you and your budget per month. And in return for supporting us, we'll give you behind the scenes content and free stuff. You don't have to give much either. You can be a part of our Patreons for as little as $4 a month. Just visit patreon.com forward slash rave it up. You can even donate through PayPal if you don't trust other sites. You can do so just through our email, raveituptv at gmail.com. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us. We appreciate anything you can do to support us. Now, let's get into this interview. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Raise it up. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Irish. Hi, this is Arthur Buttrose. It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. It's Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. We're raving It Up. Rave It I'm Up. fun. Hashtag Lauren, Rave It Up. Sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. We're raving it up. Well, today, joining us on our show, we, this is our first uh, episode, the first episode of our show, and uh, our first and last, guest, and the last, and the last, <laughs> the book ending, all in one moment. We're we're bringing you the podcaster, author, vlogger, entertainment journalist, and the woman at the helm of Mindful Mondays, the confidant, best friend, Lauren Yates. Yes. Thanks, girls. Tag teaming this. We're tag teaming this Canadian style. So we're just going to tee it right up. So we've gone and dug into your work. Yeah. Right. And dancer. Sorry. And dancer. To add dancer. <laughs> and we just want to start off with the question of which came first, which Lauren Yates came first. Was it the podcaster? Was it the vlogger? Was it the entertainer, entertainment journalist? Was it the author? And also the Michael Mondays that we were watching, you know, you were really like a, a wellness guru in a way, Right. A so which of these came, well, like, cause you're giving advice. It's almost like girlfriend advice of take a pause, yeah. give it a moment, yeah. have a, you know, have a restful moment. Be your so best friend. Which of these identities came first? Well, it's funny you bring up Mindful Mondays. I actually forgot about them because it's been so long. Thank you for bringing me down. Six memory. years ago. It was six <laughs> years ago. <laughs> well, in. I think uh, even the dancer Lauren probably came first because that's been for okay. over 20 years and only really wanting to pay it forward and, you know, make it a career now. Uh, but out of Rave It Up, the, I, I want to say probably the blogger, so not vlogger with V, but blogger came first, mm -hmm. okay. writing all the articles. And then that's when 
interviewing came into it and the rest of it, everything like the author and the Mindful Mondays, things like that, that just came down the track when I was like, oh, okay, how else can I expand this and be seen? So did it inform itself? Did it, did it sort of, did it inform? One lead into the other because you, you took it one step further every time. A little bit, yeah, because I thought there's only so far you can go with just interviews and people want to, you know, get, I, I, was, I guess I was starting to be seen as a little bit of a, what they say, like guru, as you said, or professional in yeah. your field and people want to hear from me and my advice, which yeah. was very weird in the beginning, by the way. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just a nobody. <laughs> well, but it's interesting because, you know, to have a career that's so driven by personal initiative, like that's what we were amazed by is that You know, a dancer is a very unique mindset, someone who's totally focused, somebody who's able to create these entities with their body and their emotions. And then you're writing. So you're creating things with your intellect and then you're interviewing. And so this is your charisma and your personality. Do you do anything where someone just pays you to show up? I guess the dancing in a way. I've never really thought of it as like you're full of different entities with my body. I never really thought of that, but. Let's say, let's say when you're at a party and someone says, well, what do you do? What do you yeah, say? Yeah, what do you say? It's very awkward because I, I say that I own a couple of businesses. That's kind of normal in this day and age. Right. And then once I say, oh, yeah, interview celebrities for a living, their jaws just drop and go, what? I didn't expect you to yeah. say that. I thought you sold some, you know, things online or something, which is also technically true. <laughs> Right. Well, that I was going to say, and then the merchandise size kicks in, right? So you've got the authors. Do you have a team or is it just all, I know you have an assistant or someone that you work with, right? But do you do all of it? Are you, are you in every pot here? It started off that way. Um, I still do all the editing because I like to have, I guess, a bit of control over that. Um, But yeah, assistant to do a lot of the emails. Um, I've got cameramen and I have had writers in the past do all the um, articles on the website. But that's that's a new thing that the fans know about this, but they don't know about something else that's coming up soon is stepping away from just those celebrity articles anymore and more focusing Mm -hmm. on a lot of those interviews. Um, Just because we just, it found, it didn't all gel nicely together. You know what I mean? It just, there's the celebrity news, there's the interviews, it didn't, and the book and things like that. I just wanted everything to gel nicely. So integrate, you're finding a way to bring all the pieces into one puzzle. So what's missing? What, like, What's missing from that cohesion? You know, so obviously it's going to run its course in terms of your interests, right? So you're such an, you're obviously such a curious person. What's the next thing that you're looking at doing? Well, that'll be probably announced in a couple of weeks. The secret that's coming up at the end of our show. (laughs) At the end of our show. You've got to keep, stay tuned. Mike will drop. And people know. <laughs> I was trying to put, position it sort of like, oh, I didn't hear her say it was a secret. And then she was going to blabber it. No, it's not, that doesn't work. She's going she's gonna to get Maybe the, at the end. Who knows? At the end. So here's, I saw a video of you throwing. I, I, saw, yeah, keep I saw a video of you planning your, or doing your birthday party. It was a very elaborate Halloween theme party. Oh, you really and got, you stalked you ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're stalking. So um, yeah, get the feds on it. So I see that your parents and family are pretty, I wouldn't even say supportive. I'd say they're enablers. Enablers. Like I saw your, I think this is your dad walking through the hallway and you've got the guy blowing up the balloons and the whole thing. And so to what extent did your family say, you know what, go for it. We don't expect you to have a normal job 
yeah, tell me a bit about that influence or tell us. A family <laughs> support. Talk yeah, talk always. That's something support. I'm I'm very grateful for when I hear from other yeah. younger people and they haven't had that. I'm like, what? I'm, I'm an yeah. only child. So, and my parents are actually entrepreneurs themselves. They've always owned their own businesses. Um, and I really, I really look up to them for that. And especially my dad, cause he's also an airline pilot as well. And he owned oh. all these businesses while being a pilot. So my parents are just such a great team. You know, if he's flying, my mom's kind of working on the businesses. So because your mom, that named, many your mom named Rave it up, right? Yes. Yes, she did. She came up with that name. Yeah, you really have done your research. Nice, Ailey. <laughs> yeah, she came up with the name and she's really been, you know, because obviously my dad's busy. He's, he's a lot less busy now. He's really stepped back and we're spending way more time together. But mum was really the one to be by my side through it all. She she came with me when I met uh, Justin Bieber, one of my first big celebrities I met. And Hello, when we got into the, then the Rave It Up <laughs> space. So she's been through it all. Um, but ever since day one, because they've also been around heaps of entrepreneurs and business owners that they were always like, they even brought me to seminars and you know, different workshops and stuff when I was young. So they're Set like, you up to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think my first one was 15, 14 or 15. Um, right. I went to my first seminar and it just expanded my mind to a whole new world where you can love what you do, first of all, and also yeah. work smarter instead of harder. Um, yeah. So by meeting all these different people, now I've got so many different entrepreneur mentors that have helped me with Rave It Up or my Hills Latin Dancing dance school um, so that I can just love what I do every day. Yeah. My parents said yeah. there's, normal, yeah. there's normal nine to five jobs will always be there. Just go do what you love mm-hmm. to do. And yeah. they've supported mm-hmm. from day and you one. Did. And so grateful. Yeah. So in terms of um, all, I mean, you're wearing a lot of hats, but I, if you were to sort of group them all into, would you say you're a journalist? And if you were, if you would say you're a journalist, Who's your biggest influence? Uh, I, I think because I'm wearing so many hats, as you said, Jessica, I don't really see myself as just a journalist anymore. Um, yeah. I'm more just, you know, I say celebrity interviewer or um, what's that other word? Like, I don't want to say influencer because that also sounds a bit yeah. bad, but I think journalists. I know everyone's unfortunately... changed influencer to content creator or yes. me- media. You know, like they, they stay away from the influencers because they feel like there's this tie to you know, the beauty influencer, which, or the fitness influencer, which is so pervasive, which is amazing too. But I, I see what you're saying. It's like there's a, there's a luggage. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's a delineation. Tying it all together sure. there, Haley. Yeah. Yeah. No, but so, I think, I think because a journalist, I, over the time, cause I've done a journalism degree and everything, it's just, oh, you have? I think okay. that specific word, of name, I should say, label limits what you're doing. Yeah, limits, but also it has a really mm. bad connotation. It, it, you, it kind of oh. puts me in the group of people that will do anything for a story, and they'll you know uh, oh. everything out of context. Where I'm just like, I would never do that. Like, listen to whole in- interview and hear their side of the story. Where there are journalists out there that just say want that front page you're, story. Right, you're right. a communicator. You're yeah, a, yeah, you're a, yeah, yeah. I like you're that. Did you know we filmed this interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. 
In this day and age, we are surrounded by technology and electricity all the time. Like our phones and laptops, phone and radio towers, Wi-Fi, electric power lines, and the appliances in our home. Do you know that these could be damaging your health because of the electromagnetic radiation coming off them? When I found Orgone Effects though and bought their products, I immediately noticed a difference. I started sleeping better and was even calmer and not always high in adrenaline. Orgone Effects has over 20 years experience in developing products to neutralize the harmful effects of EMRs. I have six of their products myself now and I could not recommend them highly enough. These products last a lifetime too, so you only have to buy them once. Go check out their website, orgoneffectsaustralia.com.au. That is O-R-G-O-N-E effectsaustralia.com.au. And type in the coupon code RAVEITUP at checkout. So what's the biggest challenge then? If you're trying to sort of carve out a new genre, in a sense, right? What's been the challenge? What, what, what have been the roadblocks for you that you didn't anticipate? Uh, well, my big one, I started when I was... 15 or 16 doing Rave It Up, that was the biggest roadblock because everyone's like, you're way too young. Like, what do you know? Why would we go on your show? And why would we even give you a break? Because obviously at that stage, I didn't have a big fan base. Yeah. And starting off from nothing. Um, So I'm really grateful for the people that gave me those starting blocks and wanted to come on the show. Um, And then now being older, the other roadblock is even though you, we've got good numbers, there's always someone that has bigger numbers. And that's what right. it all comes down to. But do you look Instagram at the numbers? Or do you, like, do the numbers matter? Is that the number one thing? Or do you look at the content? Do you look at the interaction? Because I would say, like, obviously, you're never going to hit. Not I don't, Actually, I don't mean you're never going to hit. But there's always going to be somebody who's doing, like, you know, gluteus maximum exercises. And they've got 40 million followers, right? Yeah. But there's no... But there's but there's no content exchange between the followers and you. This is very well, you, different, you right? You're following based yeah. on your authenticity and your special twist and 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 connection and communicating with people. Mm-hmm. So what's your benchmark? What do you what do you see as you know your success? What's what's that? I like the quality, making sure that every single interview has quality in it. Just like you said, even though you could even have a cat video that's millions and millions of views, that's just entertainment, right. I guess. So I still want to be entertaining, but be valuable yeah. information for people that they can take away and hopefully add to their own lives. Um, so that unfortunately, the numbers thing is still still a game I'm still learning and I think you guys are too. I mean, you can kind of make yourself crazy with those kinds of goals. I I brought it just, you know, doing your thing and sticking to your authentic thing. So, but that circles back to, you didn't really say who your biggest influencers might be. (laughs) With journalists. Yes, Lauren. You ladies. Answer the question. I mean, just when we got (laughs) sidetracked, but I said just circle them back. You ladies are my influence. That's what I should say, shouldn't it? (laughs) No, not at all. Uh, No, um, I think in the space where I'm in right now, my influences would like, Obviously, I loved being raised watching Oprah and Ellen DeGeneres and things like that. 
Um, and now I'm really getting to a lot more, listening to a lot more podcasts and the podcast space. And I'm love, loving this podcast called, called Call Her Daddy. I don't know if you've heard that one oh, yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Love her. Yes. I was just like, we're very similar that we ask questions that nobody expects and we're both very, very casual. We just wanted to yeah. sit down and have a casual chat with people. Uh, yeah. So I'm loving that one at the moment. I think at the moment she'd be my top uh, oh, right person I'm checking out and getting some tips from not copying but tips yeah, yeah. you know we were con I, I I saw this follower his his name is Doug McDonald and he's got this podcast called um, my views are my own and so I looked into it it was a really dynamic podcast he also had an incredible stamp in terms of his writing style and I contacted him I said you know Jessica and Brennan would be amazing guests on your show because the way that he looks at entertainment and and the actual entertainer he takes it beyond and says you know what what's your contribution to society sort Ooh, of thing and so it's it, yeah it's and he and he's very contemplative and he's done a lot of research but I love it when you find a podcast that you can learn from not in terms of just the content but the trajectory